Why? 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 It's going to take less than five minutes to do it. Why do I walk past it, feel the guilt of not getting it done, and repeat that over and over again? I believe we're unique for a reason. When we use our gifts, we all benefit. When we compare ourselves with others, we feel overburdened. That's why I created this podcast, a weekly show about connecting to your time, your life, and yourself. My hope is that you'll leave not only believing in the dreams you feel pulled towards, but knowing you've had the ability within you to do them all along. Let's connect to our uniqueness and become overburdened no more. The pictures I want to hang up of past trips, they're all framed and ready to go, but there they sit, just waiting for five lousy minutes of my time. It isn't worth the guilt and shame I've put on myself for not doing it. In our first book club book of 2022, Effortless by Greg McEwen, there is a section in chapter 15 called The Long Tale of Time Management that really stood out to me because I'm totally guilty of the things he talks about. He shares an example very similar to mine with the pictures. His example is from a friend who has to jiggle his desk drawer every time he goes to close it repeating the pattern of opening it as far as it would go, shaking it, closing and opening it again, and moving things around. So a colleague asked him, how long have you been doing that? About two years was his answer. When they actually figured out that a single pencil tray was in the way, it took less than two minutes to fix it. So I ask you, what is your pencil box that is constantly causing you a little bit of grief, but it feels like it would take too long to fix it? Here's what Greg McEwen suggests. He says to add up the cumulative costs of the time, and don't forget to add in the time you're also frustrated, from today, plus tomorrow, plus hundreds of tomorrows, and suddenly the few minutes it takes to solve the cause of the frustration doesn't seem to be that big of a deal. We seem to just get used to those little frustrations, pushing them to the back of our minds and don't do anything about them. What time and aggravation could we save in the long run if we would just break that habit of avoidance? Now he gives three ideas of how we can begin to break this habit. I hope you've read this book. There's lots of good stuff in there, just like this. All right, he says to ask yourself, number one, what is a problem that irritates me repeatedly? Number two, what is the total cost, which means time, of managing that over several years? And number three, what is the next step I can take immediately in a few minutes to move towards solving it? Sounds pretty simple, doesn't it? Just becoming aware that we do this could save us years of frustration, guilt, and shame that we put upon ourselves. When you start doing this, you'll start noticing the small actions you could be taking to make sure your life is easier in the future. Here's what I'm vowing to do. The next time I walk past something that I've been meaning to do that is literally five minutes or less to complete, I'm either A, stopping to do it, Or B, I'm going to write it down on my to-do list for tomorrow, right then, because that will take less than two minutes. If it's something that will take longer than five minutes, I'm going to break it down into the next small step that I could take and do that right then. 
Now, I'm promising you here and now that I'm going to do one of these stupid little tasks that have been overburdening my mind repeatedly every day. There are many of them. I mean, I just did this this morning when I was exercising. We have a bed in our exercise room and I put some of the stuff from the wedding on the bed and it's been sitting there for a month now. So before I got on the treadmill, I put that stuff away. Took me a minute. Now, the piles that form on my desk is another one of those things. I'm actually a really good organizer, but I usually put it off until I can't stand the disorganization anymore. Now, if you follow me on Instagram, you've seen multiple messy desk shots over on that feed because over the years, I've shared a couple of that and you could see the truth when I'm talking about this. You've seen the transformations that I show. Now, I don't think for one second that I'm going to run out of things that I could quickly do and haven't done yet. New ones show up for me all the time. But one a day is what I'm going to commit to. If I honestly can't think of one little task that needs to get done, I've decided that I'm going to do something quick and nice for myself. I'll sit down to read or watch a quick video that's on my watch later list. I'll do a massage with that awesome massage chair I never use that my kids gave me for Mother's Day a few years ago. Or I'll send a text to a friend that I've been thinking about. What are you going to commit to doing? How often are you going to try to tackle one of those little annoying to-dos? You don't have to do it every day like me. Maybe you don't let them add up like I do. But how often are you going to do it? I'd love it if you'd send me an email at marla at hunkydory.com. I'd love to hear about it. And I would love to be your accountability partner. Now, if you really want to up your accountability, post a before and after photo of what you're doing on Instagram. And make sure you tag at hunkydory so I can follow you and your progress. During the month of June, I have decided to dedicate my podcast to one of the pillars that holds up the systems of connection that I teach. This month, it is focused on the pillar of time. That's what today's episode was about since this is the first part of June. Now, each podcast in June, I'll be talking about a way that we can reconnect to our time, a way to pay attention to it in a way that honors who we truly are and not who we're trying to be for anyone else. I believe that when we prioritize the way we spend our time, we not only make time to do the things that are most important to us, it creates an environment within us so we actually have more time to spend loving others. And that's a big piece of becoming less burdened, isn't it? Feeling more connected to how we use our time instead of letting time be the boss. I get to choose how I spend my time, and so do you. Thanks for joining me here today. I see you. I understand how hard you're trying, and I'd like to help however I can. Have a wonderful day, and I'll see you back here next week. I'm so glad you showed up for you today. Remember, the connections you make with yourself are powerful and that will spread to the people you love the most. Sending lots of love to you as always. Make it a great day and I'll talk with you again next week.